0: hello welcome to the final whistle i'm kenzie Benali,
1: and i'm steve forbes
0: well it was a tough afternoon at emirates stadium the gunners take all three points from today's encounter after beating the saints 3-0 and our former saints captain dean hammond and premier league reporter paul belverston are back with us to give us their thoughts on the game Uh, dean we'll come to you first it was a comfortable afternoon for our tetris men what were your thoughts on that one
2: Well, I think it was a comfortable afternoon after the first 20 minutes. I thought Southampton started very well, to be honest. Um, They pressed Arsenal, uh, frustrated Arsenal, um, lots of interceptions and almost created half opportunities, half chances, a few strikes a goal. So uh, the plan within the first 20 minutes worked. Um, But then Arsenal score, in my opinion, a superb goal it's a really good goal you know it's it's down to that small detail Southampton almost intercept the ball but it's good one-touch football from Arsenal they break the lines they break the press and then score a good goal really um and that kind of deflated Southampton a little bit kind of took the wind out themselves To, to concede six minutes later would be a frustration because the game is almost over Then, really um to get the third goal Arsenal hit the post a couple of times Southampton had some moments. Uh, you know, Nathan Teller had a couple of chances. Nathan Redmond had a, an opportunity. Um, but, yeah, I think Arsenal deserved winners, really. Um, and the frustration we, was that Southampton could never really build on that that, that bright start, really, uh, which um, I think would be the, the disappointment. But Arsenal um, deserved winners. But, yeah, just, just the frustration because Southampton almost feel like a nearly team at the moment. You know, they, they play well in spells. They're very um, they compete against every team they play against, they create chances, but just that small details and, and kind of conceding goals of late as, as cost them. And uh, I think that was another example of that today.
0: Yeah, Belvis, that seems like a fair assessment, calling Southampton a nearly team at the moment. Uh, what did you make of, of that match this afternoon?
3: Uh, not much to uh, to add to that, really. Dean knows what he's talking about, Danny. I mean, it was so frustrating. I feel like I've seen this... Game before, really. So many times we see Saints cause problems to their opponents with, with nice, significant spells of, of pressure and and danger and threat, and then they get knocked back with a goal. and uh, And it was a great goal by by Arsenal. It shows the fine margins. And that's we were talking before and about what Arsenal try to do and how sometimes they they look like they've they've worked it out. The way they beat Southampton's press there, the, the patience they showed and the the bravery to, to pass the ball to people who didn't have much space, they were under pressure, but they they got a way out and then capitalised. And that, that was a tremendous goal. The other two goals weren't great from a Southampton point of view, were they? And that's been another tale of, I was going to say the season, probably a couple of seasons, really. They've got to do better in those situations, marking better picking up players in the box you know Urdegaard was completely free and you know they did hit the post there was a goal disallowed by VAR it, it could have been a lot worse it could have been a lot better as well if uh if they just if Southampton had managed to take make that pressure tell in the opening 20 minutes but the chances they created were, were right chances they weren't clear-cut brilliant chances though so you know I think it would be hard to argue that Arsenal didn't deserve the win today really.
1: Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent.
4: Arsenal against Southampton. Odegaard goes back. Can I have a ball inside to Armstrong? Wants it on his right foot in the box. Low shot at the near post. Did did Ramsdale save it or did it hit the post? Sackler suddenly driving towards the Saints penalty area. Ward Pratt's trying to get back. Back to Lacazette. 1-0 Arsenal sucker punch from Arsenal Lacazette scores against Southampton again out and back in again support from Tromiasu hangs the cross up to the back post ball side-footed might be a second chance for Tini tries to dink it heads it into the six-yard area Free header for Martin Odegaard and Saints defenders go mad at each other corner from the left for Arsenal hung towards the back post Caballero comes and doesn't get there and Arsenal put it in the back of the net but the flag is up as the corner comes in from the left for Arsenal Saints don't do that well this time and Saints pay the price and two minutes after he had a goal disallowed for offside Gabriel does score here's Martinelli he wants a goal right footed hits the post comes back out Odegaard shot blocked gets a one-two back in the box off party gets his shot away hits the post and comes back out good ball into the box towards Redmond wants to get it on his right foot does good save by Ramsdale blocked by Saints Volleyed away by Saints and Garrett Gillick says that is enough for this afternoon and Saints now two points from nine
1: Dean we spoke before the game about some influential Saints players being unavailable today specifically Oriel Romeu and Mohamed Salisu, who were both suspended for the match how much were they missed or
2: is that just an easy excuse for the end result no, I don't think it's an easy excuse, Steve. I think it's definitely a reason. Um, Paul touched on it before the show, you know, if you take the spine out of any team in the Premier League, um, it's going to affect them. And, and not just the spine, very good players. Um, you've lost your goalkeeper, um, you've lost one of your centre-halves that's been playing very well all season. Oro Ramal, like you mentioned, is an influential player. And Shay Adams up front as well, which um, again is an important player of this team. So, I don't think it's an excuse. It's a reason. I don't think it's the complete reason why Southampton lost today. You know, the players that come in are very capable um, and the Premier League players. They're not youngsters coming in. Um, But it does disrupt your rhythm. It can disrupt um, your play. You know, you're kind of playing with new people. You're building that new relationship. There's a little unfamiliarity about it. Um, but you know, you talk about Salisu, I think, and Oreo Romero. I don't think the second goal happens. If you let's look at this, break it down. I don't think the second goal happens if Oreo Romero is playing. You know, Odegaard runs off Diallo. You know, he, he off off the blind side um, loses his runner, and that's where the goal comes from. I think Bednarak in that moment as well could be a little bit stronger, and I think Salisu would have done. So you know, the second goal doesn't happen. Do they win the game? I'm not sure. I think Arsenal wins spells today. Today were very very good. But it did make a difference. You're losing players, not only good quality, but leaders as well, experienced players. And it does make a difference. It really, really does, especially when you're playing against, I wouldn't say Arsenal or one of the elite teams at the moment, but they're still one of the better teams in the Premier League when they're playing at home. So it does make it more difficult, but I wouldn't say it's the sole reason why Southampton lost today.
0: Yeah, they were a big miss, weren't they? Uh, Well, Belvis, we didn't see an awful lot of the ball, but we did create some chances. What's your assessment of Southampton in the final third today?
3: I'd like to be glowingly positive, but I just feel a bit flat. And those chances that they did create, especially early on, they they were either from distance or, you know, Aaron Ramsdale made a couple of saves. He made a couple of saves that looked spectacular, but you know there were times when i also thought he was playing up for the cameras a bit because his goal was never greatly under threat was it um i i i'd like to know dean's thoughts actually on the nathan teller penalty appeal i don't know if i'm just grasping at sort of uh uh things to 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 maybe pick up on because i i thought you know there were a couple of arms around him and he seemed wrestled to the floor we didn't see many replays, but I, I did wonder if that was um worth more of a chat than than it was given at the time.
2: No, Paul, I, I think it's a penalty, in my opinion. I think it's a penalty one hundred percent. If you look at it, it's not only a penalty, you know, Gabriel sent off as well because he's already on a yellow card. So at that stage it's two nil, I think, you know, that goes to a penalty, makes it two one against ten men. Is it a different game? I was surprised it didn't mention it to VAR to have a look at it, because Teller gets the first contact Gabriel gets nowhere near the ball it's in a penalty area all I can think is this you know crazy rule that the referee didn't see it's obviously when he's in real time he doesn't give it and then is it a clear and obvious decision for VAR to make a decision again I don't know but um in my opinion that's a clear-cut penalty Nafintela touches the ball gets to the ball first he will get to the ball before the goalkeeper and Gabriel prevents him from doing that so yeah I think it's a penalty in my opinion.
1: Well, at the end of the day, it wasn't given and Southampton did concede another goal after that. Dean, during his commentary on BBC Radio Solent, Dave Merrington said that the one thing Southampton need to work on is their marking in the box. All three of the goals today came from crosses. So what do the Saints have to
2: do to actually improve on that? Well, I think Dave's got a point. I think potentially of late it's become a little bit easy. Uh, If you look at the games, I was just looking at it. Southampton conceded from a set-piece against Norwich, against Liverpool, against Leicester and against Arsenal today. Um, so that's four out of the last five or six games. So there seems to be a little bit of a trend. Um, I think it's down, it comes down to individual responsibility of, you know, my man's not going to score, my man's not going to get away from it. The willingness to, um, to stay with your man, um, the willingness to see the ball away from that phase of play, whether it's the first phase, the second phase, until the ball's completely cleared. Um, communication as well, being in the right position. Um, but that comes on the training ground. The, the disappointment for me would be the fact that in those moments, being stereotypical here, Arsenal are not the most strongest team, the most physical team in the world, and they're getting to the ball first. And I wouldn't expect that from an Arsenal team against a Southampton team. That would be my disappointment from from those moments. So, again, it's working on it, the training ground. It's looking at uh, video analysis looking at players' um, positioning. Can we change it? Can we go zonal, maybe? Can we go man-to-man? But I think if you look at the overhaul this season, Southampton have defended pretty well, really. Um, But, yeah, of late, it's probably been a little bit too easy to score from set pieces against Southampton. And that would be a disappointment because that's a personal pride thing. You know, if you're marking someone... I'm, 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 my man's not scoring. And if you all think like that, it's very difficult for the opposition to score. So, again, at this level, it's, it's down to the, the fine detail that needs to be worked on at the training ground.
0: Well, Belvis, let's look at the table now, then, shall we? Because we stay 16th in the league. Looking at the bigger picture, what does that result mean for Southampton?
3: So, 16 points from 16 games. My maths can even work that out, a point a game if you get 38 points in the season you're generally staying up you'd be hugely unfortunate and i think southampton have have deserved more than 16 points at this stage of the season so far with the performances but you know that's where the table is at the moment six points off the bottom three equally though six points off eighth place so you know 16th sounds like deep in a relegation battle but it's it's i don't think it's quite that bad at the moment the next matches, they offer opportunities to pick up more points. Palace Wednesday, then Brentford at home, surely a must-win. West Ham away, they're pretty good at the moment, but they do blow hot and cold. And, and Southampton have won away at West Ham a few times in, in the recent past. Spurs at home, goodness knows what sort of shape they'll be in with, uh, with all the games they've got to cram in and still recovering from covid and and working things out they are definitely improving under antonio conte but some unknowns there as well newcastle newcastle at home starting off the new year they're still very much a work in progress improving so you know after those five games with the at the fa cup weekend break 21 games gone you want at least 21 points by that stage if they can just improve that ratio of of uh greater than a point a game, then I think we can feel very positive for the the second half of the season. Slip below and have 19, 20 points from 21 games, I start getting a little bit anxious, I think.
0: Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game.
2: Ralph, it was a very strong start today, but obviously didn't work out for you. What did you make of the game and how it unfolded?
5: I think the first goal changed the momentum completely. I mean, they had, we had uh, until that moment absolutely control over the game and, and uh, kept them in the half. Uh, but uh, it's like always the same when we don't take something out of this momentum. Then you concede the, the first chance, the first goal. Then it's a definitely booster for them. It's normal, and after a second, you get even more comfortable. And they have the quality then, and this is what they have shown today: the quality to to let you run, to, to play through your lines, and then it's getting tough. This is uh, yeah. This is not surprising. You had four or five
2: decent chances probably in the first 15-20 minutes. What needs to change to be able to convert one of those and how much of a different game do you think it could have been if you got that first goal?
5: Yeah. I mean We have to come in these situations and finally we are coming in these situations, but the output is not enough for, for what we need, I think, but in the end, this is what you need in such a game. Maybe a good start, score a goal and even then it's tough because they have quality and you see, when they are one time coming in their flow, then it's tough to defend. This is, this is a top six top six team and, and, and I think we, we have seen then that it is uh, not so easy to defend this quality.
1: Well, it is a quick turnaround, Dean, to the next game, which, as Paul said, is Crystal Palace on Wednesday evening. What are your early thoughts ahead of that one? Well, a game that you would
2: look at and Southampton would want to get something out of it, Uh, would want to win, really. Um, Crystal Palace, um, again, have have had a pretty good start to the season, but they've lost their last three. I don't think they've won in five, something like that. So they're going through a bit of a a sticky patch, to be honest. But a decent team at home. They are a decent team, got some good attacking players, um, depends how Adam Armstrong is I think he's he's obviously gone off injured today Baroja looks like he's linked off so it looks like it depends what the squad's going to be from Southampton um, players coming back from suspension that will help um, but a game that Southampton will look at and think okay we need a reaction here we need to come back with a positive performance in and, and get a result and then like you say the two fixtures before Christmas are really important you know Crystal Palace and Brentford you now you can pick up two positive results can really change everything because the league is very very tight
0: yeah, very important indeed. Belvis, what's your view on that contest between Southampton and Crystal Palace midweek?
3: So much hinges on the injuries, I think. I am worried about that front line with all three players. We don't know the extent of their injuries, but very easy to to believe that all three could be missing against Palace and, you know, what what does Ralph do then? Perhaps it's time for Theo Walcott to to prove many many of his doubters wrong with a with a performance nathan redmond obviously can can play up there nathan teller as well and the two nathans i think were probably the the showed the the brightest moments in in the game today um having mamut salasu coming back ori romeo dean's already talked about them but you know salasu is a big miss for for someone who hasn't played a full year of Premier League football yet. He only made his debut in February. I think he's been hugely important and influential so far this season. And I want to see a bit more from Willy Caballero, presuming that he is going to be in goal again on Wednesday. I thought it was interesting that Arsenal put Lacazette right on him at at corners, and he did struggle. He came to punch a couple, missed them. Gabriel scores at the second attempt after the first one was ruled out by VAR. We talked about his experience beforehand. I was expecting him to be barking out instructions, really taking control of that six-yard box. I want to see an improvement from him there. And if all of these pieces of the puzzle come together, I can see a. Uh, I can see Southampton putting together far longer periods of dominance than just the 20 minutes at the start of the game that we saw today. And then, you know, we can we can start feeling a lot more optimistic again.
1: All right. Well, great stuff. Well, Paul Dean, thank you so much for your input on both uh, Saints Live and the final whistle today. We'll speak to you soon. Well, it wasn't the result we wanted today, was it, Kenzie? But we'll put it to bed and we march on to Crystal Palace on Wednesday night at Selhurst Park in the Premier League. We'll be with you for another Saints Live then. So do enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.